You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Novel. This show contains adult material and swearing. You have been warned. Okay, I've just gone to the toilet and I don't think he has anything interesting to say. I do feel really bad, but he's just giving me absolutely nothing. Are you bored of modern dating? Meeting the same people from the same apps in the same bar? You've only chosen because it's close to your house and you can make your usual quick getaway. It's time to change the narrative on how we find love. It's time to start looking for love in all the wrong places. I'm going on a wild dating adventure, only picking people who are the total opposite of my type. And after 28 of these dates in two months, Will I find that special someone? Or will this experiment prove that I should just give up on dating altogether? It's time to find out. I'm Grace Campbell, and this is 28 Dates Later. Hey, Grace. Hi. You went on another date this week. Yeah, I I did. (laughs) I know, it was bad, because you voice noted me from the toilet midway through the date. (laughs) Why? Why did you go on a date with this guy? Well, okay, so we matched on Hinge and he said after a bit of messaging that he was a stand-up comedian. Now, I have never dated a 
another fellow comedian before because it's always given me loads of red flags to be honest like I worry about like there being like competitivity I worry about us not liking each other's comedy which would happen a lot if I dated a male comedian because a lot of men don't like my comedy and so I've never done that before but I was like he's really good looking and I was like let me give this a whirl because you know Maybe I'm wrong. Is he like established or is he literally just started? Has he done any gigs? He has just started. He had done the Edinburgh Fringe last year, but splitting the bill in like a pub. You didn't Google him? I didn't know his surname. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I didn't have much to go from. And that's the that's the kind of thing with dating apps. I want to do like a full background check before I meet someone. Yeah. On Hinge, you used to get someone's surname. Once you match them, you'd get their surname, but you don't now. Okay, I've got a question here. Okay, as I've said multiple times here, I'm out of the game a long, long time. But so on Hinge, you don't get their surname. So you can't do a full background report. You can't know who their ex-girlfriend is, where they grew up, what school they went to. How are you meant to know that they're like, okay. Not a serial killer. Yeah. I know. No, honestly. I. I but I think that works for me in the sense that I'm glad people can't Google me. I, I'm quite glad that we can meet maybe first if they don't know anything about me and like they don't just google me and then the first thing it says is Alistair Campbell's daughter like as my job so I feel like it works in my favor as well but I agree that it's kind of creepy because especially with men you want to know that they're not a like maybe a loser or like have no friends or like uh, have dressed really badly like I want to be able to vet that from their social media anyways I didn't look this guy up I was like <laughs> thinking the complete opposite I was like you want to want to vet them to make sure that like they don't have any convictions against so you're like have good style they have no, friends I know. <laughs> honestly my main thing is their clothes <laughs> oh my god so okay I'm fine if you have convictions just don't wear unbranded trainers so we met on Hinge and then we arranged a time to meet um, and he said he wanted to get a Bloody Mary. So we went to a pub and we, <laughs> we each had a Bloody Mary. Cheers. Cheers. So tell me, so you, how is stand-up going? Good. I enjoy it, which I think is the main thing. And how much are you gigging? Um, as much as possible. What do you, what is your other work? A model. Oh, right, okay. Um, so that's very, like, sporadic. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I have a lot of free time. So when I want to spend a month getting drunk, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, I think it's good for you. Yeah. That's what I call a girl boss. Thanks. You're welcome. He was buff, first of all. Like he was very good looking. What does he look like? He looks like the guy from Bridgerton, Reggae Jean Page. Oh, Do you know that guy? Yeah, he was also voted one of the hottest men in the world. Yeah, he's buff. Recently on the cover of Variety magazine, the Hollywood edition. <laughs> Wow, Miss Google. I know a lot about <laughs> celeb culture. I may know little about dating in 2023, but I know a lot about celeb culture. <laughs> so, so he looks like him, like he was buff. But then there was this sort of weird thing of, and this is me having such main character syndrome, but when we were talking about stand-up, he was talking about sort of what gigs he started doing and, like, how he sort of got into stand-up. But he, he asked me absolutely no questions about, like, my career, which I was like, is either just classic man just not taking any interest mm. in, like, a woman or, which is what I more think it was... He, he knows your life already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's really self-conscious of making it obvious that he knows who I am, which is even weirder. Yeah. I think that's so weird. Don't you think that's so weird? It's even, do you get that when you meet someone and it's really obvious they know who you are, but they're like, 
what's your name? Yeah, and I just play along because I'm like, this is too yeah. awkward not to play no, along. No. <laughs> it's like, I know you follow me. I, I actually yeah. recognise your face. Yeah, exactly. Like messages. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I do get it as well. Like, I recently, one of my friends recently was at this big party in London and she put up on her close friends being like, I shook hands with like someone like Stormzy or something like that. And I asked him who he was and she was like, I just got so nervous. I didn't want to look like a fan. <laughs> so I was like, OK, maybe like, you know, no, I, it's, it is a nerve thing, yeah. I think. Yeah. But it's also like on a date, like, let's be for real. Like it kind of made the whole thing quite awkward because then it felt like the whole date was me just asking him about his stand up career. <laughs> How long's your set tonight? Uh, seven, I think. Seven mins. Yeah. Do you want to talk me through? Um, but I've been trying to tell jokes that are sort of like make the audience sort of tighten up at the start. As in, what do you mean tighten up? Well, just sort of like if the punchline is kind of like, oh, don't know if we're allowed to laugh at that. Can you give me an example? Um. So one of the jokes that I've been telling lately is. So I'm recently single and I've been trying to discover if I have a type. Um, and I've realised I'm most attracted to black or Jewish women. But what can I say? Can't get enough of that ghetto booty. And... <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't funny at all. <laughs> no, it, it, it's so bad. It's like so bad. <laughs> like... I actually, I thought I was waiting because I thought there was an actual punchline coming or something. Like, no, it was so bad. No. <laughs> no, I hate when people try to tell jokes and they're not funny because I have a really bad fake laugh. Do it. Let me see your fake laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm forcing it out. And I get, oh I instantly God. go red because I'm like, oh, I'm going to vomit. I can't. No, I know. And I find it really hard. So even with this guy does this like really bad joke, but I find it really hard not to laugh at someone's joke because I'm, I'm such a people pleaser that I'm like, I don't want... To not laugh and then you're like oh my god I'm such a bad comedian but I probably should have not laughed because it was a really bad joke it wasn't even a joke no it's a really bad joke and also like the thing that I'll say again not to be like completely main character syndrome but my opening joke of my show at the moment is I'm single and I've realized recently I've got a type and it's men who would have played football professionally if they hadn't injured their knee in your eight so I was like which is actually funny yeah, thank you. And I was like, this guy, like, he's got one chance and he's giving me his opening set. And I know I'm not like an agent, but I am an established comedian. Mm. And he's saying a version of that, but it's like the worst possible version of I've realised I've had a type and it's black and Jewish women. Oh, And it was the delivery. I know. He was so unsure about the delivery. Like, he no, should be, I know. He should have been unsure yeah, he, about it. Yeah, he should be questioning it. <laughs> he should be questioning it. He should go back to the drawing board. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. 
Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Maybe I'm a bit too, like, mean with people, but, like, mm -hmm. I was trying to, like, take the piss out of him at points. And I think... Grace, did you bully him on the date? <laughs> I, I think I did, honestly. Oh. I think if you listen back, I think I kind of did bully him because there's one bit where, like, <laughs> I just couldn't even refrain from being, like, what the fuck? And maybe... That's not maybe, like you, Grace. No, I know, but maybe, like, listening back to it, I'm like, maybe this is what I'm like all the time. But he said something really wrong. He described a part of London. He pronounced it wrong. And I was just like, no, nah, I can't. I can't do this. I want to see your stand-up. Where is it? Uh, Dalston. Dalston? Is that what you said? Dalston, yeah. Dalston. 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 I'm not from London. You sound like you're from, like, New Orleans. <laughs> Dalston. <laughs> yeah, where? Dalston. Nice. Dalston. Well Dalston. done. Uh, I'm fucking condescending. Um. <laughs> no, but that's just not how you say it. I don't want you to, like, get embarrassed. Like, oh, I wasn't. In a less public way than, right, like, okay. being recorded on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, um, When you corrected my pronunciation, that was... Um, sorry, I continue. Um, but you're from Bath, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, well, we speak incorrectly, apparently. No, you just don't, no one don't know how to say Dalston. Dalston. Yeah. Dalston. But it's spelled Dalston. Yeah, I don't know what to say. No. <laughs> I mean, it, we don't say Greenwich either. That's true. We should. <laughs> we should. Oh my god, I feel like I'm really upset at you. It's alright. Let's just change the momentum. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Look, I'm going so red and I'm like sweating because I can just feel how awkward you two are. No, isn't that that awkward silence where he drinks yeah. his water? He did send like Daniel Craig and Knives Out. Yes, he did. Oh he my did. god, that's exactly what he sounded like, Dalston. Now look, I'm from Ireland, so I would probably pronounce that Darlston. Yeah, that's fine, but you, it sounds really cool when you do it. But yeah, but that's because in Ireland. But also, just... if you if you did that, I would be like Ros. That's not how you say it. And I, how do you say it? Dalston. Dalston. <laughs> Dalston. But you have an Irish accent, so you have like, a, that's why you would say it differently because you have a different yeah. accent. He's got like a southern English accent, but then he just sounded like he was in New Orleans, <laughs> like, hey, we're going to go down to Dalston tonight. <laughs> you know what? I can just instantly tell that you two are never, ever going to see each other again. No, or maybe we'll bump into each other in a green room of a comedy club and I'll be like, lol. And it's crazy because. He's so good looking, you know, like he's I know. so yeah. looks on everything. No, they're not. No. And they and like, you know what, after a couple of years if you're with someone and you're only with them for good looks, like I can tell you. Boring. There wanna be something else going on. Yeah. He doesn't need to be funny. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's funny. the thing. I think just stick in your lane. Like you're hot, be hot. <laughs> yeah. Don't try and claim that you're also a comedian because that's like my thing. No, but also, but like... you're kind of like putting this big expectation on that, like you're going on a date with a comedian, so you're expecting the date to be so funny. He should have just said nothing. Yeah, judging from like an hour spent on a date with him, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking he should be a model. You know what, though, I hope. We have to swallow our words and he's like really big next year. And he'll be like, no. we'll be like, well, he'll go on a podcast. He'd be like, well, I remember listening to this podcast. These two girls absolutely assassinated me. And that's when that's when I changed. To be fair, yeah, the moments that I've been most spurred on to work hard in my career is when I've been rejected or like yeah. humiliated by a man. And it really spurs me on. But what I don't want to do is him be really successful and then it's like, lol, look at you, Grace. Who are you? Nothing now. Look at me. <laughs> look at me, the Apollo. <laughs> it's like that was their villain moment. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is his. <laughs> We're doing him a favour. I, I just think you two guys just do not gel. You can just tell, like, I'm listening to no. little clips here and I'm like in a sweat of awkwardness no it it was really really it was really awkward and and i actually wanted it to end really early is this where you ran off i took the dog to the toilet okay i've just gone to the toilet and it's just pretty fucking boring <laughs> i don't think he has anything interesting to say i do feel really bad but he's just giving me absolutely nothing I would love to have been the person in the cubicle beside you being like, what the, what's going on in there? <laughs> I know. And I took the dog into the toilet with me. So usually when I'm on a date, I'll leave the dog with the person when I go for a wee. But I was like, I'm not leaving my dog with this man. He's not a dog person. No. So I, I, I feel like I've been on a few dates like that where you're just willing for it to end and you're just thinking of different ways that you could leave mm. the date. And this was one of them. 
You know what, though? Like, I think everyone listening to this will have been on a similar date where you're just actually thinking, like, how can I get out of this? But it, uh, in all honesty, it sounds like he wanted to get out of it, too. Yeah, I, I mean, no, I, I'm sorry, Grace. I, I agree. I, I'm stealing your main character energy now. I agree. No, no, no. I actually think both of you were like, this needs to end. It was fucking uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah it was really uncomfortable. And you know what? He probably knew. He was like, what are the chances? A hundred percent. But also, not to be rude, but, like, people that repeatedly have dates, like, cut short, maybe they need to self-reflect a bit. My friend was actually telling me a story recently about how she went on a date with a guy and she gave it, she was like, straight away, she's like, I just don't want to be on this date. But she's such a nice person, she kind of fulfilled the date. And they were kind of lingering and she went, oh my God, my friend is in town with her kids. One of her kids just fallen. I'm going to run over to her, like, <laughs> on the other side of town. And he went, okay, let's go. And he started running with her. And she was like, she just didn't know how to get out of it. <laughs> She kept going, she kept running and she was just like trying to run faster. And she was like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Like, you know, and then she got to the shopping center where her friend was not there. And then she pretended her battery died and she couldn't. She just said, it. she just said it was like digging a hole and just couldn't get away from him. That's what I mean. But this kind of being on dates with men is it's almost like you're being kidnapped. Oh, listen. It's terrifying. Terrifying. What's the comedians? You know the, the Tommy something died on stage? Who's that? Tommy Cooper. He died on stage? He died on stage. Wait, what? My dad always talks about him. Wait, so I have to Google that. Yeah, wow. The 9th of April 15th, 1984 was one no comedy fan will ever forget. Millions tuned in to watch the hit variety show Live from Her Majesty's, only to see Tommy Cooper suffer a massive fatal heart attack on stage. As he collapsed, uproarious applause from an audience who thought it was all part of the act. The Welsh comedy legend died as he lived, making people laugh. Oh my god, that is awful! Amazing. No, that's, that's awful. That's such a great way to go, though. No, it's not. Is it it's really? not Do you think? It's such a bittersweet thing. I think it, it's really poetic. It. I'm not sure about that. I think you would have died doing what you love, like actually in the throes of doing. No, I'm not saying about him. It might be nice for him, but it's like a bit sad that the audience that he knew loved him mm. watched him die. That's something you might think and you go, oh, geez, I can't believe you. I thought that. You don't say that out loud. But it's basically, I sort of feel like it's like that thing. I mean, even when somebody says it's really poetic, I'm like, Ugh, gag in my mouth, like just grow up. Who do you think you are? But it's really like when people are trying to sort of make things a bit deep. Maybe a bit too meaningful. And maybe he's also being too much of a contrarian. I don't know. Like, it felt like he was sort of trying to, like, have, like, a bit of a controversial opinion. But I was just like, what? what is this guy talking about? Yeah, because obviously the story about your man Tommy Cooper is like, oh, my God, that's crazy. I never heard of that either. I didn't know but, that. But, like... He had a whole audience of people who watched him die who probably didn't get him help for ages because they were like, oh, it's part of the show. Well, that's because they thought it was part of the act. That makes me so sad thinking that a man was literally dying while people were laughing. Imagine dying to the sound of people laughing at you. It's fucked up. He was pretty young. So like that was probably quite intense and painful and a horrible way to go. And then people are watching you die. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's just awful. You know what? It got worse and worse, didn't it? It did. I actually didn't think it could get worse. And then it just got worse. It was a, it was a really uncomfortable day. Yeah. Have you had a nice time it's on this right. day? Average. Four out of ten. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's been unusual. Your company is lovely. Thank but you. But it's not a date. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's I get that. I hope I don't come across like a prick. Right. You won't. You won't. I promise. <laughs>
<laughs> you didn't come across as a prick, Dan. You came across as a little bit weird, though. A little creepy. Yeah, a little, a little bit creepy. of a freak. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of a freak. You know what? He, he was coming across as just being a bit dry, but then he ended on a real high of being like fucking weird. Yeah. Do you know what I just can't handle is when people don't even know how to like remotely sort of not flirt. Like It's not necessarily I'm asking you to flirt, but like there's a spectrum and he was so far on the other end of weird that there was sort of no way for it to be like a fun date. Because I was like, if you're maybe joking about some of these things you're saying, then I can take the piss out of you. But when I did try and take the piss out of you, you told me that I was condescending. Yeah, you know what? Like, it's funny. It's one of those ones where I'm like, I almost would like for you to go and meet him again to actually see. Because it was obviously, he knew he was being recorded. He just wasn't himself. Or we should go and we should go and I'll go in disguise to, to one gig. of his gigs. Yeah. But I wouldn't put you through that. that. That would be great. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much, Roz, for dissecting oh. that with me. And this, I feel like this episode needs to be in memory of Tommy Cooper. Yes, in memoriam. <laughs> Next time on 28 Dates Later. We went to like a mini golf that was sex themed. That's not a juxtaposition. Crazy golf and sex. I can't think of an environment that's least sexual than crazy golf. (laughs) 28 Dates Later is produced by Novel for iHeartRadio. For more from Novel, visit novel.audio. The series is presented by me, Grace Campbell, with help from Ros Purcell and Dan Wye. The producer is Diggory Waite. The executive producer is Claire Broughton. Our editors are Mythily Rao and Max O'Brien. Production management from Cherie Houston and Charlotte Wall. Willard Foxton is our creative director of development. Novel. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I'm late. I'm late. Three very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Since every minute counts when you're a new parent, who wants to waste time washing bottles? Transform this daily chore with the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro, the first machine that automatically washes, sterilizes, and dries bottles, pump parts, and sippy cups at the push of a button. Its 20 spray jets clean everything 100%. Plus, it sterilizes with steam, then dries with germ-free air. Don't waste time on tedious hand washing. Let the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro do it for you. Shop now at babybretza.com. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. 
Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.